Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and we come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. We have a lot to share today. I have so many things in my mind and so much is going on in the world. And uh, I've had conversations with several of you that follow us and uh, I met in person. And I just really want to talk about some things that are on my heart. Before we get started, we're going to talk about some of those tough conversations about values and uh, talking to your children about values. This uh, show is brought to you by an organization called Million Kids. We've been in business about 15 years now, about 13 right here in Southern California. We are Southern California based out of Riverside, but we often work with San Bernardino also and have been doing that recently this week. And so this the show is normally brought to you by Million Kids. It is again today. And we often talk about things like human trafficking, sex or labor trafficking, and social media exploitation. And that brings us to the fact that we want to talk about old-fashioned values. Before we get started, though, the Riverside County Sheriff Department has announced a case, and they're looking for more information So I want to be sure and bring that to you. So this happened about a week ago on a Saturday morning, about seven o'clock in the morning. We don't have all the details to it, but it does involve a teenager. And uh, somewhere they had a call out at the Moreno Valley Sheriff Station, uh, a call about a kidnapping of a minor that occurred around the 12,000 block of Frederick Frederick Street in Moreno Valley. And as they began to pursue the investigation, they found that a teenage girl had met an adult male. In this case, his name is uh, Chance Willis. He's 42 years old. He lives in Gardena. And for whatever reason, at 7 a.m. in the morning, he is at the 12,100 block on Frederick, Frederick, that's a hard word to say with all those syllables, Frederick, Avenue, and uh, he meets this teenager, and somehow along the line, he coerces her to go ahead and get in the car with him. Uh, Somehow, that ended up with her ending up in the city of Gardena, and uh, as they began to do the investigation, they realized that this young lady, whether she meant to or not, ended up being kidnapped by meeting up with this guy, and he took her to Gardena. Again, they are looking for more information. If you know anything about this particular kidnapping or anything about the individual by the name of Chance Willis, he's 42 years old from Gardena, and uh, right now they are looking at kidnapping charges for him. So if you know anything more about it, uh, contact the Moreno Valley Sheriff Department The individual that is handling that particular case is Investigator Allen, Investigator Allen, and the phone number on that is 951-486-6700. Again, the individual is named Chance Willis out of Gardena. They're looking for more information either about this specific kidnapping attempted, let's say alleged kidnapping, has not gone through court yet, or anything related to the activities here of Chance Willis. Again, Investigator Allen, 
486-6700. Another thing I wanted to share with you is that I have been doing a series of presentations for the San Bernardino County Sheriff Department. And uh, I, I just really, really enjoy them over there. I've worked with the San Bernardino County Sheriff Department for, oh, probably at least 10 years now. And uh, often work over there with Deputy Gloria Herretta. They have worked together to put together a program that we do on Saturdays. Uh, by the time this show airs, it will have already completed. But I just want you to know these are going on. Uh, this last week, we did one for young girls, young girls, meaning someone between the ages of like 11 and 16. They call it that for teen human trafficking awareness talk. And uh, we I, I was one of the speakers. They also had one of the um, officers there on the task force, the human trafficking task force. Excellent presentation she gave. And uh, they also had the mother of a survivor that was out there and began to share. In my case, I focused heavily on sextortion. That is when kids find themselves in a situation where someone has a photo or a video about them that is illicit or perhaps a nude, and they are being extorted or sextorted and um, not know quite how to handle it how to uh, maybe report it, how to make sure you're not a victim, or how to assist someone that is a victim. Now, this coming Saturday, just about the time that this show is um, coming on the air, it'll be over, but they are doing this, which is really the males. So females are that, and this is for the males. And that will be teenage boys and young men that are about that age that'll be participating. And they will have a similar kind of program. I share that with you because I was so impressed, not only with just the personnel of the of the San Bernardino County Sheriff Department and how dedicated they are and how committed they are to protecting the teenagers in their community, but also with the attendees, there were about probably 80 people that attended that, half mothers and half daughters. And uh, what a great group of young people. Now, I'm assuming if they're there, they want to be leaders or maybe they've had some questions or some sort of encounter in a situation. And the parents came with them or the mother came with them. And they asked the best questions, and they were so polite and so courteous. And it's refreshing to see young people who are living in what I think are tumultuous times and really committed to not being violated themselves and being leaders for their family and their school classrooms and like that so that they can combat things like sextortion. So I want to talk today because there's a lot going on in our world. I don't know about you, but you get up every morning and you say, I just want peace. <laughs> I want happiness. I want to see the birds sing. I want to, I want to go for a walk and watch the bunnies run across somebody's lawn. <laughs> just, just the regular stuff, things that are going on in our world are just so far askew that sometimes it's hard to put your 
your mind around it. And uh, you watch TV and you think, I'm not watching that. And you flip the channel and you say, I'm not watching that either. You know, what happened about Monday night football? But then you go to Monday night football and they give you some lecture about, you know, uh, respecting gender choice or, you know, and I'm thinking, holy cow, how did all of this come about? And where did we end up here? So I want to talk about, you know, discussing values with your teens. I can't tell you anything that's more important in the fight of keeping your kids safe online than to have those tough conversations about values. And I say that because I often go out into the schools and talk. And some of you may know with me and kids, I've been doing this for eternity, I think, trained about somewhere between a half a million and 700,000 people. And a lot of them are young people or kids in school. And you can just look out there and tell by the behavior of many of those young people, which ones have parents who have strong parenting skills that have had those tough conversations with the teen to help the teen do that cognitive reasoning that they need to grow up and make good decisions. And that is really evident when you look out uh, which kids, 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 I can't say it here, <laughs> which of the teens, which of the kids, I'm kind of duplicating my words here, but which one of these young people really have that kind of structure that shows respect and consideration for each other, that show good manners, that show empathy, that show consideration for themselves. And listening to these conversations, it is so important today to have those conversations. The thing that I would tell you is that a young person growing up with structure and respect is not an accident. It's a strategy by parents that have decided that if they're going to have children, they're going to raise children that are going to be successful individuals, that will be uh, disciplined individuals, and will have strong moral values. And I believe that's a decision that parents make right from the get-go and develop a strategy for that. It doesn't happen by accident, I guarantee you. This is Opal Singleton. It's break time. We're going to be right back. Are you tired of eating at the same old restaurants? Let me tell you about a fabulous Italian restaurant we found in Riverside. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant. Their caprese salad is exquisite with candied balsamic glaze. All of their sauces are special recipes using only the best olive oils. The salads are fresh and healthy. They offer a wonderful array of pastas, including shrimp scampi, capellini, bolognese, and lasagna. They're famous for their gourmet pizza, and you can order online for takeout or have a special date for dining in with family and friends. Mamma Mia's caters special occasions and hosts private events. You have to try it out. Mamma Mia's Italian Restaurant, located at 10971 Magnolia Avenue in Riverside, one block north of La Sierra on Magnolia. That's Mamma Mia's in Riverside. 
Be sure to tell Michael, Alex, or Joseph you heard it on AM590 The Answer. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of MillionKids.org. I believe the four most powerful words on earth are I believe in you. So we created a challenge coin that says I believe in you on one side and stand tall, you are loved on the other side. This one-of-a-kind challenge coin is a perfect gift for birthdays, anniversaries, graduation, Christmas presents, or just an anytime gift for someone you love. What a powerful message for a parent or a grandparent to give to a young person. This two-inch coin is made of polished gold. It's striking to look at, and it is priceless to hold. It is packaged in a beautiful black velvet gift box. What a great way to leave a legacy of love that will last forever. To purchase this coin, go to millionkids.org slash gallery. Each coin is $25. Go to millionkids.org slash gallery to purchase and give a legacy of love. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton. I'm the president and CEO of Million Kids millionkids.org and today i just want to share some random thoughts they're not all that random because i've done a whole lot of research on them but i just feel very very strongly that it's important to have those tough conversations about values so like all of you i've been following this uh this war going on in the middle east and uh it's fascinating to me as i watch the responses around the world now, I have been to Israel in my case, and I have been to Palestine in my case, and I've been to Egypt also. So, and I, uh, but I have not been to Lebanon. I've been to the, uh, to the border of Lebanon, but not into Lebanon. But what I know about this is as I watch these protests by students across the nation, is that I stand for human rights. And at some point, if a nation cannot uh, literally stand for human rights and protecting your people, then we really need to relook at things. Uh, Israel is a nation that has, I think, probably bent all the rules trying to find a way to live in peace and harmony. I've been to the West Bank. I can tell you that that West Bank looks right down on Jerusalem. And uh, if you give away that 12 miles that's up there, you literally are giving away any kind of security for your people That because it's like shooting fish in a barrel. They carved out a portion for Hamas, and in that area, there's all kinds of tunnels. But we're now finding out that several countries coordinated this effort. And they went in there with the idea of not just killing women and children. Where is the where is the dignity of that? Where is the fact that that's a success? That they kidnapped women and children, and it's now apparent that many of them were raped, and many of them of the children were beheaded. 
So you can take over a country, you can win a war, but when you get that barbaric, you really need to set and say, as a person, can we defend that? And doesn't a country have a right to defend themselves about it? And I've watched the media on this. And this is one of the reasons why I think it's so important that you talk to your child about values, because the media has a way of really skewing this in a way that is just really mind-boggling to me. You can channel hop. And I think if you have a a 14, 15, 16-year-old kid, I think it's important that you do channel hop and that you show them how to listen to what is being reported and that you help them through the cognitive thinking of, but what about this? What about the fact that little kids who have no culpability at all, other than the fact that they were born to a certain set of parents, are now beheaded. Uh, They saw that kind of thing in the Cambodian, the Pol Pot thing. And we look back now and say, look at these atrocities. How could a society stand by and let this happen? I remember when the the Berlin Wall was built. Now, I was very young, if you're wondering how old I am, but... It was, uh, I was very young, but I remember watching that on our little black and white TV and saying to my dad, when I grow up, I'm going to go over there and free those people. They have built a wall where those people are not free, and many of them are being murdered and persecuted. And I, I remember reading about the the World War II and the the uh, Holocaust, and saying how can a global society stand by and allow that to happen without taking some sort of action? And I really think that it is important for a parent to sit with the child and talk about these things. I would be willing to bet you there wasn't a lot of training about the Holocaust in these kids' middle schools or high schools. So it is important, in my opinion, that we have a strategy for raising kids with strong values. You know, someone once told me that uh, if you don't know what you stand for, you will fall for anything. And I think that that is one way that our kids are so vulnerable today because they've been raised on other people's opinions. They've been raised on huge amounts of input from social media, from maybe their schools that we don't agree with. And if you if you don't have a counterbalance to that, your child is going to grow up being literally the product of media and a product of an organized uh, school system that you may or may not agree with. And I think that it's very important as a parent that we sit and we talk about that. You know, if you watch the news, if you follow the media, if you watch an endless number of dramas on TV or play video games, uh, if you're live, if you live on social media, you find yourself wondering, when did our society values change? And I mean that. I read that and I walk away and I think, how sad that somebody is 
promoting something. And now the very people that are putting it out on social media are taking off posts claiming disinformation if you try to counterbalance that. So I get back to the fact of the need to have, first of all, a a firm set of values for father and mother to sit down and say, what do I stand for? What is important for me? And what is important that I impart to my child? And that you have a strategy, and it starts with open conversation about what is going on in the world. Now, you can start much younger, but if you're going to put your child on social media, you better get started right now because they are going to get a huge amount of input from social media, a lot more than you're going to have get going in if you don't develop a strategy. You know, you talk about media and they tell you stories that maybe are not true. And yet media has set themselves up as being the judge of information. And if your child is going to be on social media, they need to know that. They need to know that there is a lot of information. I often say with this generation, this generation will have more access to more information more people feeding them data and opinions and ideas and stories that may or may not be true, they will have access to more information than any generation ever before them. But perhaps they're going to have less access to truth than any generation before them. And that needs to be taken into consideration We need to make that part of our parenting, that the kids understand how to do deductive reasoning, how to listen to both sides of the story, and how to understand what is really going on. We see things of politics all the time that are being absolutely positioned to be on the verge of untruth. Actually, it's more untruth and it's barely on the verge of truth. And those kinds of dialogues need to happen. Take a look at social media. All of us have been catfished. That's exactly how uh, we, they end up uh, uh, giving us a virus, uh, phishing, getting us to click on something. So we really have to bulletproof our kids. We have to put the armor of God around our kids to teach them that kind of cognitive reasoning. We watch on TV as mobs of teenagers, just like the ones we're raising, are going into stores and taking whatever they want and destroying anything they want. All around us, you see graffiti in various places. It's it's amazing to me. If you ever seen a train go down the tracks, it is rolling graffiti, you know? And yet somebody has violated somebody else's property. And it's important to have that kind of conversation with your kids about why that's not okay, about deciding who they are and what they stand for. It's really important to have conversations with our kids about responsibility and the responsibility to grow up and be somebody. This is the very reason why those kids that get violated and those that don't, because many of our kids have said, I want to be somebody. I want to go somewhere. I'm not sending naked photos and I'm not interacting with creeps on some of those dating and hookup sites. 
because I don't want to be available and vulnerable. I'm too good for that, and I'm not going to be a victim. This is Opal Singleton. It is break time. We'll be right back. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton. And we are coming to you from Million Kids right here at the Inland Empire, right here out of Riverside. But we work with both Riverside and San Bernardino. We go out to the desert. We go down to Orange County. Even this next week, we're going out to San Diego and then on up to Monterey. So we've been doing this for a long time where we uh, really get involved in the prevention and intervention of crimes like sextortion and social media exploitation. And there's a lot going on in that right now, which is exactly what brought me to this subject. You know, sextortion is when you send a, a naked photo or maybe an illicit photo or or maybe you've had a, a boyfriend or girlfriend and you thought you'd take some fancy pictures of that and then you break up and then one of them starts blackmailing the others. But the kind of thing that we're seeing a lot of are total strangers people that you don't know that you hook up with on a dating site or hookup site. And I share with parents how dangerous those sites are because number one, they have geolocation preference software on them. Now I'm not totally against dating sites. I know other people that have met on dating sites and they're happy and they get married and like them. But when you put a 13 or 12 or 13 or 14, 15 year old kid on there, first of all, they're hormonal and we're putting them on there and not explaining to them, you know, how to tell whether or not they're talking to a good guy or a bad guy. And, you know, they, they use their little hearts like they're dating the kid down the street. But if you're dating the kid down the street, you can see what they look like. You know, maybe they live in mom's basement and they only bathe on Tuesday. And you go, oh, ick. 
But what happens in sextortion is these kids go online and they throw out all the rule books. They they give up all their sense of values. And this is the reason why I say, who are the victims? People who are available and vulnerable. And if you have strong values, you will not make yourself available and vulnerable. You go online, you start hooking up, you think the kid really likes you, they send you some photos, you send them some photos, maybe you go out and meet up with them, and that ends very poorly every time that I've ever seen it happen. Or you send, uh, you know, you get yourself uh, live streaming with them and you forget that camera works both ways. And the next thing you know, you've got yourself in a box. And these people, in some cases, they want more photos. They want money. We're seeing a lot of that. And sometimes these are coming out of Nigeria. You know, imagine is this 14, 15-year-old guy, you know, maybe he's really popular. He plays sports. And then he finds out that he engaged in a sexual act online because he never thought out what the consequences were. And he finds out it's a foreign national telemarketing company out of Nigeria. And these kids end up doing crazy stuff. Sometimes they end up taking their own lives, which is why the work that we do at Million Kids is try to explain to them how this works and why they don't want to do that ever, never, never, ever. Okay. But it all really comes down to teaching these kids their values that part of the values is that they respect their online reputation. And it isn't about whether or not you're going to take away the phone. There's a lot worse things that can happen to them than if you remove their phone. And there are times that you probably should, but before they ever get a phone, they need to understand how this works. You see, we're putting kids online that are meeting people online that they'll never meet. And they start thinking that this this kid is like, you know, some gorgeous hunk or some cute little thing. And the next thing you know, they think somebody cares about them and they start engaging in something that they normally would not do. And so this is the reason why I say the kids who don't get violated have self-respect. They say to themselves, I want to go to college. I want to be somebody. I, maybe I'll I'll play, uh, you know, professional sports, or I'll have a job. Maybe I'll own a plumbing company. Uh, I want to make some money. I want to buy a sailboat. I want to travel around the world. I want to get a degree. I want to be happily married, and so I'm not going to take this opportunity with someone I've never met by sending these out. So it's important to have these conversations. I was talking before, one of the, one of the things uh, about the mobs that are in the retail store, I probably need to complete that sentence. Anyway, but think about what is happening with these mobs that go into the retail store. You hear all kinds of stories about this. And I think it's important that you have a discussion with your child. Look at those videos, replay those videos. Who are those people? What gives them a right to go into a place and take whatever they want and destroy a business? Have that conversation. Those mobs start by basically bringing a whole lot of people together by social media. And your child, first off, will start off going, well, mom, you don't get it. You know, it was just a lark. It was just fun. 
it isn't a lark and it isn't fun when you destroy somebody's life, maybe hurt somebody else and take something that is not yours. Then it is justified because it's a social media mob. It is those kinds of conversations you need to have. What about the people that work in the store? What about the fact that they might get harmed? What about the fact that if you get arrested, you won't get to go to college? You won't get into the things that you want. You won't be able to get that fine job. And even more so, you know, as a young individual, would you really want to steal something that is not yours? All the conversation is, well, it's okay because these people grew up in the pork part of town and they got social media and, you know, the whole thing is just a joke. And it's very easy to sell that to this generation because you see all of these things going on and online. If you look at many of your video games, and I think it really, this may seem old fashioned to you. That's okay. I'm not going to apologize about it. Then if you look at so many of these video games, you see violence throughout the game. In fact, it's okay to hurt somebody else in order to get revenge. And in fact, that's a little bit of the conversation that's taking a place about this war, right? That that it's okay, you know, for this to happen because they've been warring for a long time. How is it ever okay that 1,300 people were uh, murdered, literally murdered, and young babies were decapitated. And and literally everybody that was involved there lost family members. Some of them lost their homes. How is that okay just because part of the nation or part of the world says that's okay? You see, in video gaming, if you think about what's taking place in video gaming, And you ask yourself, how much time does your young man, especially, or young daughter, spend in video gaming compared to the amount of input you're giving them? Throughout many of those video games, violence is okay as long as you win. And sexual activity is okay as long as it's animated. In in fact, in many of these games, you have sexual and and animated sexual activity that you actually get points for, for even including raping a an animated character. But it's an avatar, mom. It's not real. But you have participated in this. Video games of killing cops and virtual rape for points. How is that determined to be okay? You see, in these cases, in these video games, deception you know, deceiving someone else is equated to success as long as you win in the video game. So is honesty all that important? Is this okay in a video game? And how does this play out in real life? You know, we we see this all day, every day with our media that telling the public that certain races of individuals should not have to follow the rules or obey the laws because they were raised poor is okay. I will tell you that is harmful to a child if you are bringing them up with that line of reasoning. The the way you don't get violated online is you know who you are and what you stand for. 
you can set down and name your top five values to people. I was uh, impressed with this uh, guy named Vivek Rhymes with Cake Ramaswamy. I can't find it right now, but it'll come to me. No, here it is right here. I'm not promoting him by any means, but when he started out his um, campaign, he wrote out his 10 truths. And he, or his team at least, knows who it is and what it is. His number one truth is God is real. How hard is that to do? And yet, you haven't seen the rest of the candidates do it. And I think that needs to start at home. Who we are, what we stand for, we better be able to verbalize it. We're up against that break. Be right back. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16. I'll sign it and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book. Educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at 3 o'clock on AM 590 the answer. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951 781 934 That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens. And she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. AM590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. 
Well, I'm really on a roll today because I guess I'm processing this a lot myself as I watch the horrors of this war play out. I have to say to myself, what can this society learn from this? But more important, how does this apply to our kids? The reason I feel so strong about that is our kids are living in a completely different world than the one we grew up in. And I believe we better get this right because these kids, you know, we we grew up in a world of even Facebook where we had 45 people. We knew who they were. We could depend on them. They're people that we trust or at least they're friends of a friend that we trust and like that. But these young people that are growing up today are going to have so much outside input that we better set us down and start to decide If I have children, what is important for me in raising those children? And I'm going to tell you that there is a whole world of you out there. You are not in the minority, regardless of what the media makes you think. I can look at the child, the the children, the, the teenagers that are in the group, and I can tell which parents have a strategy have a plan, who have goals, who have convictions that they are going to raise their children with strong moral values. This is so important because your child, the amount of influence you're going to have on your child will be minuscule compared to the amount of outside input that they're really getting. I was thinking about that today because, um, one of the one of my pet peeves, as many of you who follow this show, and by the way, thank you very much for following this show. I, you mean a lot to me. I meet a lot of you out in the public while I'm out speaking and uh, uh, maybe even out to dinner, and I really, really appreciate you. But one of the things that I see that's ever so subtle that must be very difficult for us to justify is this idea of having it is okay to have open borders. How do we explain to our kids that that's right? I I look at this and I think, you know, my mom used to say, well, do as I say, not as I do. Well, hello, if it's okay for you, then it's got to be okay for me. And how come I can't do it and you seem justified in doing it? Do Do I hear a sense of revenge there? Oh, my Anyway, when I hear Governor Newsom talk about that California is a sanctuary state, I say to myself, how does that work? We have a federal law that says that if you're coming into our country, we need to know who you are and that you're going to follow the rules. And to literally say that it is okay to overlook that entire rule, that entire law, We're going to pay a price for that as a nation. But more important, you're saying to your child, okay, we have laws, but I'm going to tell you that some of them you don't have to obey, but I'm going to pick which ones you get to obey and which ones we're going to put you in jail for. And it's a fascinating thing to me that we have all of this effort going on in courts, getting certain politicians without saying by name. And yet we're saying to an entire world, even though we have federal laws, we're going to decide who gets to follow them and who doesn't. Anytime you you explain to the public that we have federal laws and you have to obey some of them, but not all of them, 
it is a slippery slope our nation is probably never going to recover from. So let's think about a minute what that means and means to our kids. We're saying, okay, we're going to have the official order where you have to apply for citizenship, and we're going to decide whether you can get in or not. In the meantime, like hundred thousands more, literally something like six to eight million people don't have to follow the rules. We're going to bend the rules for them. Now we're going to try to go through and pick and choose which ones we like that those that we catch, but the rest of them, well, they can come in anyway. We're finding out that literally thousands of people from all over the world are pouring through our nation, completely obliterating the rule of law. That's an important conversation to have with your child, because every time that happens, we lose a chunk of our democracy. A nation that has no borders has no nation, no sovereign nation, because you don't know who they are and where they're at. But more important, it's important to have that discussion with with your child, because they are going to inherit a world that is greatly different. They have a social media where they won't be able to believe what is being printed, what is being shown. We have artificial intelligence, these deep fakes going on all the time, where now people from all over the world can take the photo of your child and put it on the body of a naked person and then begin to blackmail your child and ruin their reputation. Now, how fair is that? But that is where we're headed. That is the reason why we need these tough conversations, because we need to raise leaders that, first of all, are very careful what they put online so that they are less vulnerable and they have empathy and understanding for those people that are victimized, but that they also understand that even though it's not real, Remember, this is a generation that's been raised with a world of animation. And if it's done in animation in their mind, it's not it's not a bad thing. But they need to understand now that we're entering into a world of animation that will hurt and deceive and change the lives of people all over the world. We need empathy for the victims. We need to be able to have conversation about value with our kids And then we need to understand that they need to be leaders in a world without borders where the world of animation will change their minds. Future future wars, such as what you're seeing, are fought in the world of the media. And there is all kinds of ways to change what they're looking at and make it seem like what is happening is okay. When we reach a world that it is okay for 1,300 people to be murdered and babies to be beheaded, and we're saying, well, yeah, but that's different because these people deserve it, we have reached a place in our society that we need to stop and pay attention. For me, I get back to the basics, you know, that the parent needs to take in charge. They need to be the influence. They need a strategy. They need to understand that they're going to have a lot less time with their child and they need to make that pay. And they need to raise children with these hard conversations. You know, I don't know, Vivek, Vivek, rhymes with cake. He says, Ramaswamy, I'm not here to promote him in any way. Quite frankly, I don't know who I'm going to vote for by the time we get to the election. 
But here's what I do know. I am very proud of a young man leader who starts off a campaign by saying there are 10 truths to me. And the number one is God is real. And I think that we need to sit down with our kids and say that it is so important that we are able to sit down and write out our top five values that, you know, thou shall not steal, you know, thou shall not be deceptive uh, to have empathy to do what is right, to to uh, verbalize what is right, to look out for others, even though they're less. And that regardless of what the media says, it is not okay for mobs to go in. I don't care who you are, what color you are, where you were raised and where you're from. I don't care. It is not okay to go in and take what is not yours. And we need to get back to that conversation with our kids. So my name is Opal Singleton. Thank you for letting me share my heart. I've been watching all this for days. It's just uh, uh, mind-boggling that we are at this place in society. Supposedly, we are more sophisticated than we've ever been. But I would say we lack more moral clarity than at any other time in all of history. And it's time for us to stop and say, what can we control? I can't com- control the people overseas. I can't control the governor and his overlooking certain laws. But what I can control is being able to sit down and write out my top five values and sharing that with my family about what is important to me as an individual When the chips are down, the kids that know who they are, that have respect, that have empathy, that have goals, that have a plan of action, are the ones that are going to lead our future. And that's where we need to focus today. So my name is Opal Singleton. The organization is millionkids.org. If you want to donate, just go on to that uh, site and hit that donate button. I would truly appreciate it. We can't do this work without you. Folks, put your arms around your family this week. Let them know how proud you are of them, how much you love them, and that together you're going to get through this. We'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com. Riverside.com. Riverside.com. Riverside.